This podcast means a lot to you. You're not crazy. Well, that's not true. You got the time and a phone and some hosts that babble in your ears. That's right. You've got some ears. So what? So what? So what? It's time for September 2023 Punk in Bracket. What up, Checkerheads? Welcome to Checker Past the Scottcast with Celine and Rob, the show where a don't call me black and white and a separation of church and ska explore the history and impact of a different band each episode, hope to bring in new fans along the way. I'm Fat Rob, and this is my sister and co-host, Cell Yell, a.k.a. Smelly Selly. That's fun. I'm Mel. <laughs> like that That's one. fun. I like being Mel. You're both. Smelly Selly. Smelly Selly is funny. Um, uh, oh, wait. And for today's pre-show is El Hoey. <laughs> El Hoey. Perfect. Hi. Um, what? Sorry, the intro. Did you do Michael Jackson? No. no. Uh, I absolutely did linoleum. Don't, don't call me white. Well, but, yeah, I know. Don't call black me and white. Is white. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, it was just right. checkered. Yeah. I thought you were yeah. doing like um, don't call me Michael Jackson yeah. with <laughs> Don't Call Me White. I wouldn't I, put it past I, I know. Good. That's why I was like, okay. And I'm in a Janet Jackson phase. So it's like in my head. Tip top. Oh, yeah. Amazing, yeah. honestly. Janet Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I know right? everyone knows, but like, Jackson, wow, the talent. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. It's like insane. Okay, so. Late to the party. Rank your Jacksons. Okay, well, <laughs> Latoya is a deep enemy of the pod, which is just a reference from another podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, Latoya is the worst one. I don't know, Jermaine. <laughs> You're, yeah, I feel yeah, like Jermaine's Jermaine's up there. Up wow, Michael there. Jackson is like climbing up the ranks, hey? I know. Well, <laughs> Jermaine, I did, like, yeah, I did watch. I do rough. think that he is. I think hurt people hurt people. I think he is absolutely uh, guilty of all the charges faced against him. Mm-hmm. But again, artist from art yeah. can enjoy some Michael Jackson songs. Like, you'd have to be literally insane to be like. Those aren't good songs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't Stop Till You Get Enough came on the radio um, the other day, and I'm like, that's a banger. There's a clip of yeah, him. Story. What was the, like, the Help the World song? What are those fucking bullshit songs? You know, yeah, There was a bunch of them. Yeah, there's, like, a clip of him, and I can't remember what singer, but it was, like, a rock singer, and he's, like, trying to help him, like, hit the notes, and he, like, keeps not getting it, and you could, it's, like, the funniest thing in the world. And Michael Jackson's, like, an angel, and, like, and he's, like, Like the We Are the World thing. Whatever yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's I highly recommend. Jeez. But yeah, Janet Jackson, number one with a bullet of the Jacksons for sure, absolutely. And that's like, isn't she a, a Jackson subsidiary? She's not part of the Jackson Five. No, yeah, yeah. subsidiary. <laughs> she's a subsidiary of Jackson Co. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she'll have to. I'm sure she's going to take some deep, deep secrets to her grave. You know, uh, yeah, they all yeah, yeah. <laughs> deep, 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 dark secrets to her grave. I'm sure. Yikes! That body though, man. Wow. Those abs. How many years of abs? I've never had one year of abs. I've never had a day of abs. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't don't think of it. (laughs) To have them for like 40 years. Nuts. That's dedication. That's that's growing up in a family. I think NoFX likes Janet Jackson. Great segue. Probably. (laughs) Is that what we're doing? This is the reveal. You already said. You already said. No, I didn't really. So don't call me white. Yeah, no, I, that was it was all a, a, a hint towards <laughs> what we're doing. 
which is September once again. And this year, because we did Rancid last year, we have to do no effects this year, yeah, right? Yeah, it only makes sense. And it's their last year of touring, supposedly. I'm sure this is an Eagles moment for them, but... Who knows? Uh, I, I, Based on what I'm seeing, it sounds like they got a lot of irons in the fire, so... Yeah. Seems like they're going to be busy. Um, but yeah, this is especially exciting for Joseph... Love this. Who band. is a big No Effects fan? Big No Effects fan. Love I believe it. you like to describe your old band as like a No Effects band. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that was pretty much the easiest way to describe it to the majority of people. We lifted a lot of things from No Effects, but just the whole nardcore, like, like uh, that whole early Fat Wreck sound is like my jam. So now, yeah. do you think there are? A category of punk that already exists, or do you think they have paved a way for a different category of punk? No effects. Mm-hmm. No, they just ripped off RKL. Yeah, RKL Straight and Bad Religion. RKL and Bad Religion. Yeah. They just smashed RKL, uh, Rich Kids and LSD. See, RKL. I don't know Rich Kids and LSD. They, they were they were the original Nardcore band. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and that's an area of the LA area called Oxnard. Yeah. And mm. it's kind of like okay, so that's where that sound came from. Kind of upper middle class. So they were just a part of a scene that was already yeah. happening, yeah. and they yeah. were the biggest one from that scene. Yeah, okay. pretty much. They had a lot. Okay, you know, podcast out over. <laughs> as opposed to their their fellows that were doing like political songs, they decided to make a bunch of fart jokes. That's fun. And yeah, and that really got them far. <laughs> it did. Like the mad TV or mad TV of punk bands. A little bit. Yeah, like a little bit. bit. Like yeah. a little bit. Like they're the clown <laughs> yeah. princes of punk rock. <laughs> Uh, it was all about the jokes uh, and sometimes the, the commentary. But and they started the jokes. very young. Yeah. Super they, young. Like, like their first EP, I'm pretty sure Mike was like 15. I think they he I think other members of the band at that time may have been slightly older. But like Fat Mike was like 14 or 15 when they put that first thing out, I think. Oh, Joey's just like dipping in on the history over here. I read let's the talk, book, man. Let's talk about our history. What do oh, we yeah. know about no effects? What are what's our history with the band? Let's start with Joey since Joey's the resident expert. Uh, I got Punkorama 3 from a friend when I started skateboarding when I was first getting into punk rock. He was super into Rancid, so I got into Rancid first. But then I got Punkorama 3, and it had Luther Gasoline on the fire. And that song was the first song on the CD. Fucking ripped. I loved it so much. That summer, uh, I came out to Alberta here where my mom was already living, and I went to a CD store, and I bought... uh, A CD store? Like, it was, like, kind of grungy? Yeah, I went to a CD store that sold compact discs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Radio Shack. Uh, yeah, yeah, got it. Much. Got it. Uh, and I got, uh, I want to say S&M Airlines and Punkorama 2, I think. And it was a poor choice for me, but my choices were S&M Airlines and, and uh, Liberal Animation, which okay. were not great albums. <laughs> In my opinion, but D- depends on that's who you how I talk got to. In. Yeah, it does depend <laughs> on who you talk to. But yeah, that's, that's how, that's how I got into friends. No Effects. And uh, yeah, that, that kind of sound was. Then I found Strung Out and, you know, other bands that played with that fast Oxnard drum beat. And that was it for me. Do you, uh, do you, do you prefer the fat sound to the epitaph sound or do you find them interchangeable? Mm, interchangeable to a point, but I think uh, like the kind of middle era is my jam for No Effects. Oh, like like yeah. the early fat, uh, eh, not even the early yeah. late epitaph, early fat. Yeah, 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 kind of in there. Celine, I was for a long time did not let myself listen to No Effects because I was too like cool. it was I was too cool for No yep. Effects. And I'm not proud of it because it was something that like when I was like 
I think like 21 to like 25, I like kind of, okay, what? I wish I could remember what CD it was like. I was super late to the game and I like listened to like one of the most like recent no effect CDs at the time. And I got into that and then I started like le- allowing myself to listen to it. What was on it. the cover? It was, <laughs> it might've been War on Errorism. Was it okay. War on Errorism? Yeah, it just had like a George Bush clown balloon on the cover? Yeah. Yeah, War on Errorism. Okay, it was War yeah. on Errorism. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. want to misspeak, yeah. but yeah. Controversial that, so, choice, yeah. I know. So that's why I'm like, I don't think people like that. And I was like, oh, it's this fine. is good. And then I like went back and I was like, oh, there's some good jams, but I certainly have not like gone. I mean, it's also an insanely large discography. I have absolutely have. not. I've also seen them live more times oh, than I can there, like know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no effects is a band. I've that just I, seen them so many times. That's another band where I will like people will bring up shows I've seen them oh, at and I'll be like, I forgot. My one biggest yeah. no effects story that was like, this was right after I like kind of got allowed myself to get into them and. And I was, like, attempting to live in Montreal, and they played in, uh, like, the Gay Village, and it was on New Year's Eve, and it took, like, all day to get tickets, and it was, like, so fucking cold, and Creep Show, Snuff opened up for them, Creep Show, and then No Effects, and I was, like, right at the, I was, like, and it was this sweet theater, and um, Mel, and this was, like, before Fat Mike was, like, really open with, like, his gender exploration. Yeah. So, but they you, were like you, in full drag. Yeah, they were like in full really like drag. They were like sweet. in fishnets and like mm-hmm. like cabaret. Like they were being like French girls. That's fun. <laughs> uh, Fat Mike and Mel. Me. Yeah. And then I was like, so the whole show. I was, like, on, like, right by the stage, like, right at the front. As soon as the first song had no effects, like, happened, the the guy I was with, like, he had to carry me out. It was, like, way too much. I would have got, like, stomped crazy. on and died. It was yeah. nuts. Like, people went insane. I could not even be close to, like, being on the floor. I had to get, like, lifted out and, like, removed because the pit was so fucking crazy. People love no effects. Montreal punks on New yep. Year's Eve. It was nuts. Anyways, that was like my best no effects memory. I have like next to no history. <laughs> that is, it's like a, a band I constantly watch, uh, that I constantly listen to, but don't like. I've never gone really out of my way to listen to them, so that's why this is gonna be a kind of. They fun weren't for like me. underground or punk enough. They were for me. They were definitely both, and I was, which uh, is stupid. They uh, are. They are. I think when I was like really as much so not to be yeah, really but as much as people shit on no effects a lot of the time, they have done some of the most punk rock things some bands have ever done. So Oh yeah, I don't up, I don't yeah. agree with that at all anymore. Oh, I, I would never say that their bo- punk bona fides are are called into question. No. no like no. any of the biggest punk bands you can think of from the 94 era like them, Bad Religion are still even, legit. And they yeah. and they, and they had already them. been going for a decade. But if you could go you know? to like a store and buy a patch to meet like of a band like that like that means like no yeah you have to like yeah. go to some weird website or go to the show to get a patch if i could go totally. to the store and just buy a patch of that band uh-uh too mainstream <laughs> this band can afford embroidered patches <laughs> yeah. get the fuck out of here yeah. i need yeah. them to be and they're and they're kiss, and they're yeah. kiss cut whoa yeah. well, no yeah, exactly. i need it in a circle yeah. square maybe yeah <laughs> but yeah so you don't really have much no when i was getting into punk music my big bands were Rancid to some degree, but mostly it was like AFI was like my yeah, big one. Yeah, you were AFI. Um, big fans. And they're, I was. They're, they're buds. They're buds. Yeah, and there's a song that Davey Havoc gets brought up in. Mm-hmm. And, a couple uh, of them, I think. 
like, so I was really into, uh, like, Nitro <laughs> and Kung Fu <laughs> Records. That's, where, That's like, fair. Every, it's like, you know, it, it, the Beatles Stones thing. It's like, mm-hmm. it's an Epitaph fan. I was like, no, it was Kung Fu Nitro. <laughs> I was listening to, uh, what was that, that, that comp? It was like... Uh, uh, put your dukes up punk or whatever. Or I can't oh, yeah, yeah, what that's called. the nitro one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so those are the ones I was listening to. Uh, so I was a big Vandals fan, mm-hmm. right? So, it was so the, much Offspring, just loving that Offspring. Fuck, I love the TSOL. Offspring. Yeah. I love TSOL. I love TSOL. Yeah, yeah you're, good stuff. <laughs> this, is, this is my shit. Millen Colin was the other one. Yeah, you so. were yeah. a Millen Colin. Um, but uh, yeah, so I kind of missed No Effects and then. I had a friend at... Maiden colon? Nowadays, yeah. I was <laughs> feeling that. Anyways. That episode really fucked me up. <laughs> uh, but I had a friend at... Uh, uh, who I worked with at Sunshine Video, who is, like, the biggest punk fan, Curtis, right? He got me into everything. Mm-hmm. Warren Aerism came out, and he was like, this is the best band of all time, and they're finally political. This is like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Like, he was just jacked on it. And he listened to it over and over and over again. So I've listened to War on Airism a fuckload. Yeah. It's not my favorite. I know, but why, <laughs> am I, why is it the most listened to I, album in my brain? I, know, I also like timing. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, timing. Yeah, timing, 100%. Yeah. Like, we listened to it a lot in our house at the time. Yeah. But now when I go back, like, there was a time when I liked No Effects a lot, but I wouldn't have ranked them among my, like, highest, like, top yeah. two or three bands. Then when I kind of got to that point and I was kind of finding where in their career was the sweet spot for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I like War on Errorism, but the two or three albums right before War on Errorism are probably my favorites. Well, and then when I came to the <clears throat> city and somebody showed me, they're like, oh, no, like, thanks for all the shoes yeah, is, so like, long the thanks best. For all the shoes, and yeah. then I, he played that, and I'm like, oh, this is really fucking good. And then someone played, like, White Valium. Trash and Punk and Drublek, and I'm like, oh, these are awesome, too. And then 45 or 46 songs, I'm like, no, this is my shit. Yeah, 45 this is 46 songs an incredible is a fantastic compilation. compilation. Yeah, yeah, probably one of, like, the best No Effects records, period, and it's a comp. I bought yeah. the 127 inches of No Effects, like, 7-inch compilation yeah. as well. It's, like, a box set of, like, however many yeah. 7 inches. And I wouldn't have bought it if 45 yeah. or 46 songs wasn't so fucking good. But, yeah. like, I was like, well... If all of these songs are really good, I might as well get all the seven inches and stuff they come from because yeah. they're probably all good too, and they are. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. So that's my my. So I kind of missed No Effects, kind of to some degree, because I was just like on the fringes mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time. Never had an issue, just it never crossed my path properly. Right. And then I became, and then I became too late almost to get really into it. Uh, but never will miss a show. If, if Punk and Drublet comes through Edmonton again, we, we literally didn't go to the last one. We missed it. <laughs> we but missed I, well, that's because we didn't see the fucking tickets. No, I, we didn't know. So, yeah, it was yeah. like weird. And then, so if they do it again this year, which, like, now I'm, like, checking, like, almost every two weeks because they usually do it during the fall. And it'll be the quote-unquote last, last show, one. So. And so I'd be like, yeah, okay, I got to go check that out. Even if it's, like, the most, like, C-tier fat bands that he's bringing along, yeah. uh, I'm, I'll go and Who see Who cares? Them. Yeah. Uh, so that's me and No Effects. We won't talk about the bracket stuff yet because today is the pre-show. So, but I do have the whole intro thing. Are you ready for this? This is good. Yeah. All right. Who is No Effects? They are a punk rock band formed in Los Angeles in 1983 as a part of the burgeoning melodic hardcore movement that included contemporaries such as Bad Religion and The Descendants, a style that would eventually form into what we now call skate punk. They got their start on influential Nardcore label Mystic before striking out with friend Brett Gerwitz, a bad religion, to begin producing their own records. Their debut was Liberal Animation in 1988. 
It was self-released, but they would hit their stride when hooked up with Brett's Epitaph Records to release their next seven label, uh, next seven records, including the massive hits Punk and Drublick, White Trash, Two Heaps, and a Bean, So Long Thanks for All the Shoes, and Pump Up the Valium. In 1990, vocalist and bassist Fat Mike and w- then-wife Aaron would form the vital skate punk label Fat Records that would establish the sound of punk rock along with Epitaph through the 90s. Starting in 2003, the band would shift from their juvenile lyrics to more socio-political fare. Their album, War on Errorism, would also move to fat to issue all their records to the modern day. Their sound is defined by Eric Sandin's machine gun drumming patterns, metallic guitar riffs, and the melodic snotty vocals of Fat Mike. Oh, and quite often, they dabbled in very sloppy ska punk. They have released a staggering 15 albums, 16 EPs, countless singles, live releases, comps, splits, selling 8 million records worldwide, never signing to a major label, being one of the most successful independent bands of all time. As of the writing of this, 2023 will be the band's last year, uh, actively making a career that spanned 40 years. The band is Fat Mike on the bass and vocals, El Jefe on the guitar and trumpet, Eric Melvin on guitar, and Eric Smelly Sandin on the drums. That is no effects. Today is the pre-show, and then starting at the end of the month, we will start round one. And then we'll go all the way to the finals. Round one will be me and Joey and Celine. And then we'll have some special guests for the rest of it. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, uh... Selvin Smelly Sandin? Huh? That's my name. Yeah, Smelly Selvin. Selvin Smelly Sandin. I liked what I said. (laughs) (laughs) Selly Smelvin? Smelly Selly. Smelly Selly. Yeah. Smelvin Selly Smelly? Smelly, Smelvin, I'll stop. <laughs> time, time, time to work up. Let's start at the very beginning. We got some 18 songs or something to run through, so this will be, yeah. let's go, let's go fast. Uh, so the band, the first band that uh, Fat Mike was in was a band called False Alarm. They're technically still active, oh. but he was in there between 82 and 83, and there's actually one song where he sang on called Self Destruction. Oh. Recording sounds good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like pushing someone at a show to this. They, no effects, like consciously recorded stuff that sounded like this in like the 2000s. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> This is pretty good, though. This is good. It's not yeah. bad. If this, if this is would be very fun to see live. Yeah. It's also on one of the Punk vs. Scott compilations. Cool. Yeah. They re-released everything in, like, 1993. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's pretty fun. rad. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Fat Mike. Heard I mean, the cool. quality Singing. of the recording, obviously, is what it is. But yeah, it's kind of basement. This, yeah. This episode is going to have next to no ska on it, just for the record. <laughs> so if you're here to listen to some ska, sorry, this is mostly going to be punk rock. We had to save them all for the bracket. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to pull. <laughs> it yeah. was not easy <laughs> there, to get to 32. There are a couple that are debatably ska. For that's sure. right. I, I can see some getting axed on the sole purpose that they're probably not very ska. Okay. That's fair. So next, No Effects' debut album, Liberal Animation, Animal Liberation, <laughs> I fuck it up every time. The band's debut album featuring extremely rough production. That They're was like typical puns. of their 80s period. They like, uh, what's that called? Where you flip? Um, Spoonerism. Spoonerism, where they flip the words around. Yeah. Um, it also 
Uh, this album does not have El Jefe. It has the other guy. <laughs> Jason something? Yeah. So I can't this is the other guitar guy that they had. Wasn't he in through S&M as well, right? Something like that? Yeah. So it yeah. was White Trash, Tubes, and a Bean that has the classic lineup. Mm-hmm. But then uh, the first three records, uh, so S&M Airlines and Ribbed, all had like a mm. different uh, lineup. So Right, right, right. Uh, this song's called Shut Up Already. And we're going in chronological order. Yeah. So this is 88 that we're at right now. And this is, I think, the first track? I believe it is. Yeah. If you listen, if you talk to the the Krusty Punks, this is their album. This this trio of albums. That's fair. Yeah. Because they're the worst. <laughs> they sound shitty. There's no <laughs> melody. He doesn't know how to sing yet. He does not know how to sing. He can barely play the bass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they did a bunch of weird 80s stuff on these ones. I forgot about that. They're, like, nods to, like, Journey and stuff. Like, they yeah. do, like, little, like, yeah. That's random. Yeah. It still already sounds like no effects, though. Yeah. Well, you that know? guitar riff, like, is very bad religion. That's true. This is, like, yeah. the guitar tone is super this, bad religion. Yeah, this whole, this is just a bad religion lift for sure. I, I think, like, as much as we can dunk on bad religion because of how they are now, but Suffer changed the game. Oh, Suffer's the, the skate punk record. Yeah. It's the it, first one, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It, it changed punk rock forever. Yeah. And, like, I guess you can't really, like, to be a punk at the time and to listen to that would have, like, warped your mind. Like, that changed that would, everything. That would have been yeah. like being into rock and then hearing Hendrix for the first time at yeah. that time. Like, yeah. it, it just it just changed the game, basically. Yeah. For for America. Yeah. I will say U.S. punk, yes. Because yeah. the U.K. was doing a different thing at that time. Yeah. Well, by this but, time, what would have the U.K., the post-punk would have been, like, the biggest thing in the U.K. Yeah. at this time. Yeah. In 88. Uh, it's fine. That's good. Yeah. It's just yeah. not very like melodic. I associate no effects with having some like catchiness. Yeah. And that's like low on the catchiness. Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a, like another version of that song on f- like so that's so what if we're on Mystic Comp or something like yeah. that. And it's way funnier because it's like w- way worse. But oh, Fat yeah. Mike's like yeah! like his vocal delivery is <laughs> hilarious to listen to. It's really great. <laughs> Uh, and we'll talk about more like this, but Fat Mike is kind of a celebrity at this point, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, the next one is from White Trash, Two Heaps, and a Bean, uh, a album that is still kind of weird for me to say out loud. Uh, but it's Ooh, good much... thing you're not saying the original title. Man, have Why? I gone... What is it? <laughs> it's it's uh, not for polite... Come on! It's not for polite company. Yeah, but, okay, well, uh, expletive. White Trash, two K-slurs, and, and an a S-slur. S-slur. Two K slur. K I. Yeah. Okay. For and then the S slur. S P I. So that's the for slur. For a Mexican dude. Oh, oh, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they were they were gonna go for it. And that's wild. And I think okay. This, and yeah. I think uh, Mr. Brett was like, mm, no, no, <laughs> maybe yeah. not. Oh, I think it was one of their parents found. Oh, out was it? And got mad. Yeah, because they they would have been in. Probably high school still. <laughs> is Fat Mike Jewish? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but is Mike Melvin. and Melvin are Jewish. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. 
Not that it's, I agree, but. <laughs> Mike makes a lot of Jew jokes all the way through their entire career. Yeah, it's a big part of he's it. He's very yeah. Jewish, so it's He's funny. allowed to make fun of himself. Exactly. Uh, what, what I, I think is like, funny oh. about El Jefe is his name is spelled E-L-H-E-F-E, which is not spelt correctly. No. And the reason was because Fat Mike can't speak Spanish, but he wrote it down anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's name is just Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and El Jefe means the boss. He That's means my name funny. is yeah. Aaron White. And he's like, El Jefe. El Jefe. <laughs> uh, all right. So, okay. So this is from White Trash. This is, uh, what song did I pick? Sticking Stick in my eye. I'd say yeah. this is probably Stick their first hit. Eye. This yeah. is huge. Video. First Big. video. First video. Sure. First yes. video. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This I always liked. This like, is a great even song. when I was too cool. I was like, this, this song's good, though. How many... Like start like first year or two punk bands. Have you seen cover this song or Linoleum? Well, even just like this intro is really really good. Yeah, it's almost like pre emo intro or something. I don't know. Does that make sense? They're using like harmonic. Well, yeah. yeah, stuff. Mike kind of learned how to play bass by this point. Yes, this is now sure. more bassy stuff. Yeah, and the and Sandin's drums are like this is post more solid. I think this is post rehab too. Mm, no, no, I think that's quite. the next album. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this song's fun. And there, there's a harmony. That's the yeah, they have harmonies. Yeah. Yeah. Melvin's starting to figure out harmonies. Uh, Pepe's not there yet to really kill those harmonies, so he's a really good singer. <laughs> this song is so good. Yeah, it's yeah. very, 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 very good. One of, the, one of their best? I would say so. This album is like... In my top three. Oh, and this is that's such a, so catchy and fun. This Whee! is such a fat. Oh yeah. The like staccato like false stop. This is when they started getting catchy. Yeah. That little riff, sick. Just love metal. Oh yeah. <laughs> they covered Iron the Man on their first EP, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> so weird. It's really what bad. a choice. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's do it. This is the big one. I don't. I, I feel like I don't even have to give this an intro. This is from Punk and Drublick. This is uh, what I based the the intro on. I've played like every band I've played in has covered this. I think I'm gonna make a song called Luxury Vinyl Plank. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this uh, album went gold. There's a lot of classics on this, on Punk and Drublick. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. Wait, uh, sticking to my I was off rip? No, uh, White Trash Tubes. White Trash, right, yeah. I didn't put anything on S&M or ribs. Oh, okay. There's a lot of ska on ribs. There is. Yeah. Yeah, this fucking song's so good. That's right, I got a floor. So it's still funny. Like... Oh, yeah. Still a funny joke. <laughs> Kleenex and lint and holes? That's empty. There's nothing in there. Down to the floor. So good. Yeah. My favorite part about that song mm -hmm. is that it got super duper popular, and it doesn't even have a chorus. No, no, no chorus. It's it's like a weird. It's one of their kind. I know of it's first, not super ca like it is, but it's not. It has a hook, but no chorus. Yeah, it has it, a hook. It does. It just sort of goes, <laughs> and then they did linoleum yes. years and years later in which they point out that it does not have a chorus and then they don't put a chorus in that version of <laughs> it either sevenfold on that song. Yeah, yeah, it's like a crazy Sinister Gates solo or something. <laughs> That's what. A, that's such a weird choice too. It's because they play golf together. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> God, there's so much. 
<laughs> the most I haven't, punk I haven't, rock thing you can do. Let's play golf. He plays a lot of golf. Fat Mike I loves know fucking that, golf. Golf horses are like literate. I don't bring it up a lot because my mom loves golf and I don't want to take the joy from her. But Country they're clubs. like, no, they're horrible for the environment. Oh, yeah. They're, oh, yeah. They're like terrible. number two on the docket under like private jets, basically. Yeah. How bad they are for the environment. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just suck up water and <laughs> provide nothing. Yeah. And just for rich people. Yeah. Not that our mom's rich, but middle class fancy, I guess. But I mean, they're not going to. I don't away. know. Okay, I got. I, I have a bone to pick with this rich person <laughs> golf thing. That so country clubs, sure. Yeah, there's some shitty golf courses that. Mom cost $20. tells me how much it's like forty to sixty to eighty, sometimes two hundred and fifty. Like you can go no, for like maybe sixty. She bucks. goes to nice courses, but yeah, you can go to true. a shitty course for twenty oh, yeah. bucks. Okay. and rent your clubs for twenty bucks. That's okay, yeah. that's so, still forty bucks. That's still inaccessible yeah. for a lot of people. I'm not saying it, it uh, but that also is not a rich person thing. Is to spend forty bucks on an afternoon. I think that's a rich Snacks person thing drinks, to spend. Another 40 but bucks. if I, uh, if you even want to, you don't have to. Uh, but that's just like going to a show. Mm. Like at the same mm-hmm. time, yeah. that's like basically going to a show. I mean, you're gonna go to a movie later, and it'll probably cost you. When I went to bucks. shows, I would buy a bunch of cheap beer or like a ten, fifteen dollar bottle of wine, drink it all, go to the show, pay ten bucks, maybe get one. Beer you could pre-drink to go <laughs> walk home. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they don't like when you barf on the golf courses. But much. I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a very big dichotomy between the shitty golf courses yes. and then like I don't the think Derek every, that is fifteen thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Shitty golf courses are still not environmentally good. No. But that's more of what I have an issue with than just rich people golf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. But, yeah, it's more about the environmental part for me. Plus, I also spent $10 on a mini golf the other day, and I'll tell you what, that was fun as shit. But (laughs) mini golfs are cool. That's fine. There's a new mini golf in West. This is such a tangent. In West Edmonton Mall, that's like a a, a dragon one. Oh, that's very fun. very cool. Mini golf's cool. Mini golf is very fun. Yeah. All right. Next we got... 1997, so long, and thanks for all the shoes I skipped. Heavy petting zoo, um, just because for I needed to skip something at some point. Uh, so this song is called Kill Rock Stars. I put it on there for a reason. There's a lot, probably more it's famous songs one. on this. This is a good song. This is because Fat Mike had yeah, a lot of beef with Kathleen Hanna. Oh. Yeah. That's bad. They both wrote songs about each other. I like how uh, La Tigre is getting back together. Speaking of cats. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, Kathleen Hanna was, like, famous, but not that. Like, famous in punk rock, but not, like, global rock stars. Yeah, but, yeah, but he doesn't. Fat Mike writes Mike about all kinds of only specific talks about things. Yeah. His friends. And yeah. People I don't that love that he's shitting on Kathleen Hanna. She wrote a song shitting on him. Good. And also, if and also the lyrical content is a, a lot more. A lot. As a woman, an alternative punk rock lady, to shit on Kathleen Hanna is a big. There's a lot more representation of people that look like Mike. And so he's punching down, in my opinion. Punch up only. Fair. I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. That's all. It's, no, I'm just. I'm just. I love bikini, my I'm a big bikini kill. I know. I'm great. Preaching to the choir. I just <laughs> think like if you're just gonna if the argument is well she wrote one about him. I don't think that's fair in the world of punk rock as a, like, white presenting man versus But also, uh, in the world of punk rock at the time, if they were similarly popular bands, if, if two it's similarly popular rappers are, are sending shots at one another through a song, it's... It is what it is. I don't see why it's different. It for, is, but it, you just watch the Kathleen Hanna documentary and then get back to me. 
Okay. <laughs> She's been through a lot. It's a punching down situation. Okay. Period. I don't know if I agree. I think she was a big star at this time. Yeah, I, I also. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was a. I think this was. These were lateral punches. She's not Britney Spears. Hundred percent. No. No, but I, no effects uh, isn't wasn't Journey at the time. I'm not whatever. saying that, but if you're yeah. saying kill rock stars, I well, don't that's the know. name of her label. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Her yeah. label was kill rock. Still don't stars. love it. I'm yeah. allowed to not like it. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's still good. Uh, okay, we're gonna go into. Uh, uh, we should take a break pretty soon. But I, this song is from a band called. Uh, we're we're out of the No Effects territory. We're into it's a me, side project. We're into me first in the Gimme Gimme territory. Uh, this is a band made up of Fat Mike, Spike Slauson, Joey Cape, uh, and the other guy from Mike Wagon, whose name I can't remember. Uh, and this is just. Um, Three chord punk versions of AM radio songs, and they've been doing this since the 90s. I put in Rocket Man. Also, that's just the recording lineup. The yeah. touring lineup is almost always totally different. Oh, yeah, I think it's, it's just whoever's around. I think it's also been like at times just no effects. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And at times it's had no 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 effects members. Yeah, probably just like Wagon members too. Yeah. It's basically no effects meets like uh, what's Spike. uh Jay Bentley's been playing bass for them for like forever from oh, yeah. Bad Religion. We've also seen me first in the Gimme Gimme. It was a great show. Is it good? I remember yeah. parts of it. <laughs> we saw me first and we saw Manic Hispanic the first night. Well, Manic Hispanic, I think, opened for yeah. Gimme's. So how could you not get wasted during we, Manic we were Hispanic? Wasted. I love Manic Hispanic. Okay. I don't like... I think me first and the Gimme Gimme's covers are really boring and unnecessary. I, I also think they're yeah, I think they're boring. so boring. They basically take a good song boring. and make it monotone. No, they, they take a boring song. And yeah, you're right. It, make and make it more boring. <laughs> I know, even their choices. I my, think it's boring. My favorite Gimme's record is the live one where they're playing at like a kid's bar mitzvah. Oh, right. And that's that. fun. And no one is into it. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> fun. Really funny. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. And when we get back, I said, 12 more of these damn things to yeah, do. Yeah, well, we'll go quicker. We'll go quicker. <laughs> this episode of Checkered Past is brought to you by Blendjet. Slynn, you like to make smoothies. I make smoothies every single morning. Tell me about your smoothie journey. Well, I it's my only way I can get vegetables in my body because I like yummy brown golden fried delicious things. So I often call it my scurvy juice to prevent scurvy. What do you put in your smoothies every morning? Um, well, I am a little spinach bitch and a banana. Uh, pro tip is bananas make every smoothie taste good. Okay, banana, chocolate oat milk, and some like legit peanut butter, a little bit of spinach. You're laughing and that tastes like a delicious treat. Well, I just got a blend jet. What? And I've actually been able to make my smoothies fresher because I'll put the ingredients in and take it with me to work because it's portable. And I'll make my smoothie like right, right, right before I drink it. You hit the nail on the head because Blendjet 2 by Blendjet is portable. So you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet. So you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15 blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. We got a couple Blendjet 2s. I got mine with like 
the black marble. It's like a fancy, like it's very faux marble. Yeah, thing. it's it's got like kind of some doodly energy to it. Yeah. I guess a little mask. Uh, it's a little mask. I I'm not a, always I have mask. a leopard print I got, one. I do some fems. Leopard print. Talk to me about your leopard print. It's pretty fucking fun. There was another leopard print there was that we, another were, one. we were spying. I, but, like, it was Rainbow Leopard. It was Lisa fucking Frank. Lisa fucking Frank, Lisa y'all. Fucking Frank. There's all kinds of crazy-ass colors. That's one of the best things about BlendJet, too. So here's what you need to do. Go to BlendJet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the Promer code. The Promer code. Use that Promer code, Checkered12, to checkered get 12, 12 off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the BlendJet 2 portable blender. Go to BlendJet.com and use the code CHECKERED12 Checkered 12. to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Get it for your scurvy juice. Lisa fucking Frank. <laughs> Welcome back to Checkered Past. It's the September 2023 pre-show, punk in bracket. We're talking no effects and no effects adjacent projects for the pre-show today. And uh, let's keep the train moving. We are on to uh, the album Pump Up the Valium. My favorite. Is it really? This one is my favorite. Yep. It was released in 2000. Pump up the Valium. Pump, pump it, it up. up. Why mm-hmm. your feet are stomping. And the jam is pumping. Look ahead. The crowd is thumping. <laughs> It's good. It's the national volume up a little more. Uh, yeah, pump up the volume. This one's uh, <laughs> this one's a poppy one, poppy punk one. This yeah. one came up around the time when your some forty ones and Blink One Eighty Twos of the world were at their peak, and uh, this one has Joey's Prime. Clams have feelings too, which is possibly the stupidest song <laughs> aside from my vagina that they have. Yeah, we we haven't gone too deep into their songs by way of their contents. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they have the right to sing about women. Uh, there's some songs coming up that I, I think are Better. on the right side. Yeah, of right. Yeah. Uh, so, Bottle to the Ground. They've, this has got some cool riffs. This is a ripping song. And it's uh, the name of their new sub-label that has all their non-scost or non, non-punk non, stuff yeah, on non-punk, it. Yeah, non-punk, weird, weird stuff. Yeah. That's like, what's that... Ah, Codefendants. Have you listened to Codefendants? I believe that's on there. It's like a real weird kind of... It's got the guy from Fucked Up singing in it, and Fat Mike plays bass. I don't know who else is in it, but it's like weird hip-hop and rock kind (laughs) of. I'm just giving you... It's like, maybe hold on to that. (laughs) That might come up. (laughs) Oh, I see. Um, Are Melvin's dreads okay? We've talked about it, I guess. Yeah, I think we have. What did we say? I don't remember, but I feel like I'm okay. <laughs> like, they don't look good, but... No. If he's... The only thing... The, the, I think we discussed this before. The only thing is, like, a lot of, like, Jewish hair is the right type. It, right. it can yeah. be coily and kinky enough for dread. So I'm like... Right. So it might Melvin right. might have the right hair type, I guess is just what I'm thinking right now. Yeah. To be fair, even if they don't look good, he might have the proper hair type. Yeah, they've never been. They've never had that thin <laughs> and the they're dirt thing bag, crusty punk dreads. They're that not too. like yeah. Rastafarian dreadlocks. No, they're no, definitely no, yeah. dirt bag Very dreads. Dirt <laughs> they're like crusty, yeah. weird. Like I don't have good hygiene dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah. this is like I have. I have a little yeah, corner I, of C squat. Not that it's necessarily <laughs> my vote to give, but I'm okay with it. 
I'm, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, definitely. Anyways, Let's I don't get, know if I'm if I said otherwise before. I might. Yeah, have, I can't remember what we said. <laughs> I feel like it I'm, definitely we're, got brought we're up. Retconning yeah. it. Yeah, retcon. Yeah, retconning. I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about War on Airism. Yeah. This was uh this was controversial. My album. Yeah. Uh it, it there are, it has its defenders. Uh hardcore <laughs> punk fans were very mad at this album uh, when it came out. I remember a lot of hate on it. I like that I was like too is, punk for it, but then I get into it when it's like yeah. the least the, punk it's ever been. Yeah. Oh well. And and I think this is a little bit after the Rock Against Bush stuff was out, or maybe even a little bit before. I think it was concurrent. Or concurrent with. Yeah. Uh, so this is when No Effects, like, <laughs> I can't remember who I was. It was probably my punk friend was like, George Bush was such a bad president, it made No Effects become political. Ha. Yeah, and straight so, up. That's funny. Uh, so this is Franco Un-American. This was like a single-ish Franco at the time. Un-American. Francophone, like the they're Cannes talking food. about Quebecois. I never yeah, they're not American, and they're Franco. It's true, and I believe this is the first album that was on Fat. I think so. Yeah, because yeah, Pump Up the Balance last one on Epitaph. Did like Fat Mike start reading too? Like I just feel like his lyrics have. No, by More the time adult words. No, by the time uh, even like so long and thanks for all the shoes and uh, the pump up the volume, like he starts More really intelligent getting intelligent. Yeah, those are where he really starts getting tricksy with his like yeah, wordplay and clever. Stuff, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I was like, did he start getting into like I don't know uh, classic literature? I think I think you know just, what I mean. I think he was just writing. Books. Yeah, I think right, he just yeah. got better at writing music in general. But yeah, that's those two albums are it's where. To start do that, yes. Well, they become super prolific around '96. Yeah, that's when they start to really yeah. write a lot of music, a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty uh, pop. It's pretty boring, but I didn't there's hate lot, it. There's a lot of keys on that record. Yeah, there is a lot of keys. A lot of keys. I think that's the first record that didn't have them just show up for a thing on a song. It was like all the way through whole songs and stuff. Yeah, this album's the first one that I think I like ever listened to a NoFX album like start to finish, like a few times. Like I would like play, and then there's one more. We'll get to it, I'm sure, and I can't remember. Maybe it was like the one after this or the one after mm. after this. After this was Wolves and Wolves Clothing. I don't have no. Anything from it was that. something that, that was like there too. was a long pause, and then they came out with an album. Then there was Coaster. Co- that would have been it between. You Wolf think that's what it was? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. What was- Coaster slash Frisbee? Yeah. Which is what was actually- after that? What was after it? that? Uh, that's where I lose track because after that I stopped really like paying attention to what was coming out. I'll find it. You self-entitled. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that entitled. was the album. Yeah. That's yeah. oh, yeah. that that the yeah. other yeah. album that I've listened to more than once front yeah. to back and really. Oh, interesting. The single from self-entitled is like really, and it was also political. Yeah. yeah. I'll find out what it is. Yeah. So uh, this next project is a side project of, of Melvin. Uh, it it was Eric Melvin, Greg Hetson of Bad Religion, and then a bunch of rotating musicians for something called Punk Rock Karaoke. So why don't we play? I didn't write the song or the singer because they always have a different cover with a different singer on the one album that they have. Sell out, C E L L out. Oh, that's why you like it. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, it's got your name in it. That makes sense. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, so let's play a game. It's called Punk Rock Karaoke. Guess the song and guess who's singing. Okay. Well, it's a bad religion song. Yep. 
I can't remember the title, but it's a bad religion song. Is it a dead Kennedy's? No. <laughs> is it Jello Biop? No. Noted cool. Is, is this like a dropkick singer or yeah, something? So that's close. what it sounds like. So real McKen sing lead lead singer so to Real McKen lead singer Flogging Molly. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and doing, uh, yeah. I like that. You were like, yep, so yep, close. yep. <laughs> Uh, fuck Armageddon. This That's is hell. What it's from called. yeah, from the the first record. Yeah, eighty two. Yeah. Imagine just always singing like this. <laughs> yeah, he does that. I don't, yeah. I'm not like perpetual. Not for me, but perpetual old man. Pirate. Flogging Molly. Yeah. Armageddon. This is hell. I was like, I like the hell. I will say, I was like a big. Drunken Lullabies fan, that song or that album was like a big. We heard album. it yesterday. And no, yeah. we heard something else, and I was like, it just sounds like Drunken Lullabies. Uh, no, it, to me it wasn't the, but it was on. It was Dropkick. It was, it just was like a different yeah. song. Oh, and, okay. And dropkick. I was singing along, and Joey, I was like, yeah. oh, he has such a Celtic punk blind spot. <laughs> I don't even like love it, but I did like how could it? How could it not permeate the, you? Yeah, the those third, years? the third Dropkick record, the the Drunken Lullabies. There were some like. Good Celtic punk records out of Drunken Lullabies is just on Tony Hawk, and I insulated myself from it because I did not like it. That's how. It wasn't Tony Hawk. That's, I think, probably where I first heard it. Yeah. We saw it. We were listening to it at the local Irish pub in the French area. Well, we were eating delicious Irish poutine and pizza. Yeah. And pretzel bites. Classic Irish fare. Yeah. Um, I did have Guinness every it was funny because Joe was like, <laughs> I want a Guinness. And I was like, oh, what made you think of that? And there was like literally 40 Guinness umbrellas, and then the entire patio was just Guinness. It's just like Guinness. Anywhere you look, it's like Guinness. And I was like, oh, what made you want a Guinness? <laughs> I'm thirsty. Guinness, Guinness. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's exactly. Like thirsty. <laughs> oh, they said they were sorry, quick tangent. Quick. They have like an open mic, and the, like the girl once was like, "Oh, people just like have guitars and like good at singing." She's like, "I want someone to do like slam poetry." So I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go. Joey's gonna do cymbals, and I'm gonna do like improv slam and be like, Guinness, Guinness, Loch Ness, Scotland, Ireland, Toucan, 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 Guinness, the Guinness harp, like stuff like, and like yeah. go up to people and like come and I'm just gonna doing. sit there with a high hat and sunglasses yeah. and be like. <laughs> 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 We all know what you're doing. Yeah. Chicken wings, wings of a toucan, fly away, fly away, wings, fly away, toucan. <laughs> you know? I do know. Yeah. So, call your nose. Come to Edmonton, follow the socials. Yeah. <laughs> come and I'm going to do happen. an Irish pub improv uh, slam poetry night. It's going to be good. <laughs> this next song is Sellout from Self Entitled. Oh, it's my <laughs> Here we go. This song's really good, right? This album is actually. Yeah, Am I really crazy, no, or is this album really? Yeah. Good? This is so. This is where they had like a turnaround from their like 2000s era to where they got really like personal, self-aware, very self-aware, like, yeah. very personal. Yeah. yeah. Don't shut up, ever. Uh, this is right around the time the book came out too, uh, yeah. which Isn't would make sense because hell? the book is crazy personal. Yeah. But yeah, this is a ripper of a song. <laughs> She was like my bad in the early 90s. It's so fragile. And the like kind of like 80s little like synthy, like of yeah. course I like this. Yeah. This is fucking sweet. Yeah. Um, 
better than Real Big Fish. Cello. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> what, you Easy. say that? I, which is like barely even true because I swear every two days I'm always like, the record company's going to give me lots of money and everything. Because it's a certified oh, right. song. I want to hate it, but like, the truth it, is I don't. But you just like got it. Cannot. And you're just warming up Mott's while you're doing it. I like matzo sticks. Everyone does. Yeah. We all. The one them. that I'm getting is I like. There's a different meme that people keep sending me. Like every one or two days, people keep sending. And it's like I liked her until I found out she liked ska or something like that. Or like she's a ten, but she's like ska or something. And I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. I don't like it on purpose. I'm <laughs> 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 not. On, it's not on purpose. It's not an intentional choice. <laughs> but yeah, sell out to fucking jam. Yeah, that was a yeah. I'm glad we got to go there. Yeah, and so we're gonna kind of deviate off the no effects train for quite a while here. Uh, so one thing you should know about Fat Mike is uh, he's a big BDSM guy. Yeah, he's a kinky yeah, little motherfucker. Really. He's and got if, a dungeon and, in his basement. And if you listen to any of their records, you'll figure that out. Yeah, uh, brings it up quite a bit. Quite and a he, lot. Yeah. Uh, and he's his, also, he, he also seems like a guy is, who wants yeah someone. He's just like you're a little with, piece of shit. He's obsessed with Dom lesbians. Yeah, Dom Dom, Dom lesbians. lesbians. That's his thing. Big yeah. thing. And so his uh, uh, his I feel like he has a humiliation kink. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. For sure. His girlfriend at this time because he broke up with Aaron. I can't remember. Oh, what, years ago. Yeah. 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 And uh, so his girlfriend at the time was a film director of adult movies, and she was he, cool. He helped her. I can't remember her name. She had a crazy like yeah. uh, bordello. She was name. a baby. Yeah. She and, was cool. Uh, so he helped her. Uh, make a movie and uh he did the soundtrack which is all ragtime music so this is fucking machine gun etiquette from his ragtime soundtrack (laughs) i don't know about this (laughs) the movie is called rubber bordello oh soma snake oil yeah that's that's a a good name brooke candy made like uh porn as well like a queer feminist porn and did the music for it that's fun artist and and Shortly after this is where... I don't want to watch any porn where this is playing. <laughs> I don't think it's like a straight-up porn. I think it's like a... Like artsy. Yeah, like Brooke Candy's yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. Triple X type thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ragtime's not cool. Uh, what? <laughs> Ragtime's not cool. I'm bringing it back. Ragtime's not cool. Checkered past you gotta the watch Ragtime that, cast. That guy on the, on the YouTubes that plays like modern songs, but he like... People just send him Scott like Shoplin? sheet music. I don't know. People send him like sheet music, and he'll like play it as a ragtime song. I don't want anything that sounds like it could be in the movie where the like train is coming towards you. It's too scary. <laughs> it's too, too scary. scary. It's too, too scary. scary. Um, and so around the first horror movie, <laughs> first horror movie. Yeah. yeah. At the time, they just thought movies were horror movies. Yeah, all movies <laughs> were horror movies. That, all movies were gonna be scary. And then that freaking uh, ah. spaceship hit that moon in the eye, and then you're like, ah. And, and then, then the moon was alive. And then yeah. Billy Corgan was like, Horrifying. tonight, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that for you. movies. Then yeah, okay. on the album cover and, yeah. and, uh, and, and the video. Yeah. Uh, so and around this time as well, Fat Mike was going, uh, being more open with his uh, gender fluidity. Started wearing more moo-moos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's uh, all about wearing the dresses and yep. he letting was, his freak flag fly. He was very going much in it. the Eddie Izzard camp, although Eddie Izzard now is uh, uh, said she's trans, but at yep. the time. Yep. 
Uh, they were more into like just like the cross-dressing side, and that's kind of Fat Mike's whole deal. Yeah, like and cross-dressing as yeah. a, like non-derogatory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, in the however you want to put it, he refers to himself as a transvestite multiple times. Yeah, uh, and he also stepped in to help another trans activist. Uh, Laura Jane Grace with her album. Yeah, that's rad. And yeah, Fat so, Mike seems to be comfortable yeah. as like a man who likes to wear women's clothing sometimes. It, it, yes, exactly. which I think 100%. is like kind of rad. Yeah, actually, yeah. it all ties. Yeah. It, should he, everything should be? Who cares? Yeah, well, yeah. That, and I think that's his point. Who cares? Who, the, who fucking care? That's pretty punk rock. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. punk rock people who like. I know one punk rock person who's like non-binary for a political stance, but like presents super masculine and in, mm. in every rights like is masculine, but it's just like who fucking cares why does it matter yeah yeah which i'm like that's actually a legit reason yeah totally. anyways yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all in on this yeah. so this was a, a song off of uh the against me record called fuck my life 666 i always get the whole name wrong transgender dysphoria blues that's what the whole record's called and so that's fat mike playing the bass for a guy that says he doesn't care what his bass sounds like his bass always sounds so fucking good look that sounds like fat mike's bass yeah yeah you can pick it out yeah yeah Against me's cool. Sorry? Against me's cool. Mm-hmm. It's like good dead milkman. They uh, they really yeah, went through it. It's a little indie for me sometimes. Yeah. It's they, a little indie for me. They really went through it where, and uh, there's a lot of stuff in the book Sellout. I'm just bringing up Sellout a lot. Uh, about Laura's kind of uh, experience as like when they were like an indie band. Yeah. And they were like huge. They were on Fat at one point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The one record was on there. Uh, and they were like the biggest touring band. They were punk being band. radio played left and right. Well, that and then that happened. They got on the radio, yeah. and they were basically like, you know, <laughs> they got painted with the sellout brush. And they, and they got, at the they time, right Lord Jane Grace was like presenting mail. Yeah, yeah. And then it was this re- around this record that it, they flipped around. That's cool. And uh, yeah, so I mean, it's a good story. That's a whole other story. Is uh, yeah, that's story. a whole. I know, but there, it's yeah. <laughs> but anyways. Fat Mike had a lot to do with uh, making that's, sure it got I like off the that. Mike helped support Laura Jean Grace. Yeah, because she was having a hard time getting like musicians in. Like that was the big when thing. When she they was early on, like it was like like player. now. I yeah. feel like if she came out now, it would have been a lot easier than when when she came out. Yes, definitely. Like it was not. That's why she's a trailblazer, though, right? Yeah, like, she, it was. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a super safe time to come out when she came out. No, Obvious. it's not safe now, but it was even less safe then. Yeah, definitely. So and to do it the way that she did was very publicly. Yeah, yeah, pretty brave. Very brave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's talk about one of Fat Mike's uh, pet projects called Koki the Clown. <laughs> oh boy, I don't Koki like this. This I'm not in. This I'm not in. I'm not in. I'm not in. I'm not in. I really not in. So he had this. So No Effects has this EP, Koki the Clown, <laughs> yes. where where No Effects has 
Like, or Fat Mike is in character yeah. as basically Roxo the rock and roll clown from Metalocalypse. But punk. Right. Rock. But punk. Yeah. And um, it worked in Metalocalypse. Yeah, that was very funny but in Metalocalypse. <laughs> I'm like, when His you said that, I was like, I know. That when you said that, I was like, Cable, that's funny. <laughs> but Koki the clown, for some <laughs> reason, the joke really doesn't hit. Sad. Well, it's because it's. Too sad. real, too real, it's very too real. real. It's, it's depressing. I think it's it's. I've had way too many super, friends. It's a sad super depressing monsters. EP. Yeah. that's like wrapped in this <laughs> cloak of a weird clown, <laughs> and it's like a really unfinished uh, character, and it's like not. There's not. A, it feels like an unfinished thought in terms of like, and it was supposed to be like you know how. Uh, Bono goes on stage in, like, character. Yes. And so, like, Fat Mike would go on stage, dress as a clown to play the songs, right? And then he thought it was such a great idea, and he really hits that he made an entire project that was just Koki the Clown stuff, and so this is Punk Rock Saved My Life from the uh, album. He had too many yes-men around him at the time. He probably still does. <laughs> he had too much cocaine around him at the time. <laughs> this was... <laughs> right around the time that he decided to he doesn't do drugs when he's not on tour and then he just does drugs when he's on tour yeah. this was before he made that decision I believe just drugs all the time yeah yeah it's not very exciting or funny it's very personal and sad. Sure. It yeah. was probably like an yeah. alter ego to get out some feelings. Yes. Yeah. We're, and he felt like he was Koki the Clown. He was Koki the Clown. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're, so. The 2010s No Effect was very much uh, like staring inward, Fat Mike staring inward. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's all right. Though. Yeah. That's a good riff. A lot of this album does sound like this no effect, but good. a lot of it, it does sounds not. It's kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. I do like that. Does that sounds good? Yeah. Right? Just because the songs are kind of boring doesn't mean they're bad. Yeah. He's still a good songwriter. That's yeah. for sure. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you read the Rough. book, it's and then listen back had, to that. He had a tough, tough childhood. Oh, all of them did. All yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, what's his like? Not to go too into it, but what's his situation? Uh, basically, just like his dad kind of had Cliff money, notes. but yeah. pieced out, and okay. so single mom, yeah. kid in L.A. Yeah. He had like like they were okay financially, but he like hung out with the punks. Uh, but yeah, just basically like on his own in LA in the punk scene from 12 or 13 yeah, doing drugs and actually, no, he didn't even really do drugs until he went to college. He went yeah. to college. Then he, that was a me yeah. move. I like didn't do anything in high school. Yeah. I just like went to the punk scene and then went to shows and then, then I tried some drugs and I was like, oh, this is not that fun. <laughs> and I feel really depressed after. He did not. I know. I'm he, so he was like, like oh, I, this is fun. I will yeah. knock on all the wood and whatever that somehow my brain doesn't. I can try things and like I've, I can smoke cigarettes and like not be a smoker. Like yeah. I don't know why. I just don't have that. 
in me. And that's a, that's a, that's a privilege. I just don't, I can be like, oh, I'm going to do cocaine. I was like, oh, that's not fun. I don't like it. (laughs) 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 I'm already, I'm like, I like a downer, you know, just like, let's, let's all chill. Let's smoke some weed. And then let's move on to the next thing. It's, uh, called, uh, decomposers, which is a production team, uh, fat Mike, and then a couple other friends. And they hooked up with, Oh, I'm going to get his name right. Yodam Ben Horan from Useless ID, which is an mm-hmm. Israeli punk band. And they Useless ba- ID is sick. Uh, yeah, Useless ID is awesome. Also, if we're talking Israeli punk bands, big fan of Not On Tour, uh, which has an awesome lady punk uh, singer. And all their songs are like a minute and a half. Like literally, they've never had a song over two minutes. Awesome. And they fucking rule. They're so good. Um, Chabad Religion is what this is called. And so it's all in Hebrew. Uh, cool. So I'm not going to even try to pronounce it because I think I'll butcher it. Completely different muscles in your mouth to speak. Hebrew? Hebrew. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. just, I don't think I have any of those muscles, you know? Yeah, So, did you say this was a cover? Oh, I didn't check if it was a cover. It sounds oh. like a cover. It sounds yeah. like a famous Hebrew song? Oh, I think that's uh, a yes. song in Hebrew? Sorry, that is what it is. It's supposed to be uh, like traditional, like traditional song. synagogue songs. Yeah, I was like, this yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. like an actual like song you would yes. be like singing as like practicing for like bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you nailed it. Uh, so it's good. Useless ID, they're really good. Uh, now, this is the last actual no effects song I have queued up from the single slash double album era, which was just last year. Uh, and there are no songs under two minutes on these albums, that's fun. which is wild. <laughs> yeah, totally. Cool. Uh, no effects albums. Wait, do you think that's like, sorry, to the lot, do you think that's like a Hebrew, like Jewish version of like a praise and worship song? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. PW. 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 Uh, I love you more than you hate me by no effects. <laughs> Sounds like a real big fish. I love song. you more than you hate me. It does me. sound like a real big fish. <laughs> I love you more than you hate me. Hmm. So something to think, something to chew on. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> yummy. What? Chew, I'm chewing on it. Oh. <laughs> you cover my face when you fuck me. We were intimate without intimacy. Like a gutter punctuation in a foreign country. Gutter punctuation? Yeah. See, there's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, stuff that that's not even quite puns or of spoonerism, but yeah. something sort of in between are all over all of his lyrics. Um, I will say that the spoonerism punk in Drublik, uh, like, if you really scrutinize it, doesn't work. No. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just, it's now such a part of the punk lexicon that you just don't even think about it anymore. Nope. 
yeah, these songs are three minutes, hey? Yep. <laughs> he really did that. He really did that. And he had some stuff to say. He had some feelings to get out. Yeah, and this is the last <laughs> two albums, so he got them all out. Yeah, he had and some well, feelings to get out. And uh, there's a few, there's a couple ska songs, and one of them, that. I, I might say it, is pretty damn good. And it's going to be on the next, uh, on the bracket, so I'm pretty excited to, to listen to it. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, it's Co-Defendants. Hey, I was talking about them. <laughs> Uh, so it's Fat Mike, Sam King, and rapper Seshi Ra- Ramos. Uh, and it's like, yeah, it's dub hip hop new wave. Hardcore. Hardcore. A little, it's no, it's Fat Mike's transplants. So let's just be yeah, honest. It, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Uh, so it's Defcons. So who's on this? Uh, Fat Mike is producing and playing bass, I believe. Who's yeah. doing the vocals? And, and singing. And si- oh, okay. Uh, Fat Mike is singing, too. And what's the name of the rapper, sorry? The uh, rapper, that's what I mean. Oh, there's some Matt guy is. they know, Seshi oh. Ramos. They, like, hooked up with him as soon as he got out of jail. Right. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And he was buddies with the fucked up guy, I think. Right. That's how they know him. Because I'm like, he is good. Yeah. I like his flow a lot. It's, he's got very much that like uh, uh, open mic easel yeah. flow. Yeah. It sounds actually pretty good together. It's cool. It's it's a really long album. Fat Mike screams sound pretty good with the rapping. I don't think that was Fat. Mike. Oh, who's screaming this there? Is, I think this that was, is Fat Mike. That but I think that was Amelio. No, I who's think that? that was the fucked up guy. Oh, see, I like that. I think I like Fat Mike's um, contribution to this the least. <laughs> I like the fucked up guy's yell with the rap, and his yeah, rapping yeah. was good. Yeah. I think Fat Mike could have just produced it and hung out. Play bass. Yeah, well, can he? Is he good at bass now? Would yeah, you yeah, he's very incredible. good. I don't yeah. know. He downplays his bass playing yeah, like, like in every, every time he's ever been talk to about his bass playing he's like i see downplays it but he fucking he rips and he sings and plays the bass yeah which is impressive incredible. Yeah. and yeah. not only that but he's one of those guys that like he has like a st- sound that he's been using in the studio for like ever mm-hmm. but then when he goes out on tour it's just like whatever bass amp they have in a cheap uh dan electro bass that's his thing because if you break them you just go to he just doesn't care you just go to a store and they're like 250 dollars he's the opposite of brian setzer yeah he does not give a single fuck (laughs) brian setzer has to have his fucking specific amp which is a tube amp which like only is like a specific year and it's a specific it's like the blonde i can't remember exactly what it is blonde basement basement something it's a blonde something basement fender basement and this is is true and it's hard to find the tubes and they're like running out and I swear, and all the yeah. Brian sets are enthusiasts by the exact same setup as him. Wait, wait, wait. And it's like so, so when something goes wrong on tour, it's like insane. So this is whether or not he's in the Stray Cats or in the Brian Setzer orchestra. That's his sound. That's his sound. And then yeah. he also needs that's that so space echo. A and real it has one. to be a real space echo from yep. like that has to be a specific vintage space echo, and it's the only one. And they're also incredibly hard to find because and he's they have created real tapes, this market. So then you for have them. to have the tape. Yeah. Did you ever listen to that Brian Setzer orchestra album that's covers of classical music? No. He can't, yes. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> you know what? So crazy. He's talented. He's talented. His version of Sleepwalk is great. <laughs> I like Stray Cats, but that's it. But yeah, like he came out awesome. with a, he came out with a new song. A, a Stray Cat song or a Brian a Setzer Brian song? Setzer song, but oh. it sounds like a streak. It's like called like leather jacket strut or something <laughs> oh. like that. Like yeah, it's something like so on we, the nose. Weird tangent, <laughs> but similar. The Ventures 
just came out. Oh, the Ventures. Yeah, I was like, what? Who is still alive from the Ventures? I don't know, but they just put out like a... like a Frank Sinatra song or something, but it just sounds like 60s Ventures. Oh, that's weird. so weird. That's like the coasters coming out and having a song called, like, Patty May. Oh, no, wait, what's this? Peppermint Patty. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did a song called Charlie Brown. Oh, anyway, uh, Melvinator. This is oh, fun. Yeah. Right. Melvinator. So Melvin's. Is this is a solo project. This is yeah. a solo project. I'm not going to say anything because I don't you know. have to yeah. listen. Yeah. To yeah. And also, you've heard this song before American okay. Error. But you've never heard this version of this okay. song. Before, this is probably. insane. It's kind of fun. It's pretty. I, you'll like it, I think. He has a song in his heart, and this is it. This is what he's been waiting to get yeah. out. He's like, No Effects is over. <laughs> yeah. This is pretty good. Yeah. I like this. Do you recognize the song? Is it a no effects cover? Yeah. It's from yeah. the War on Terrorism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds pretty good. It's a very different American take on the Errorist. song. But it's fun. Super industrial. Yeah, like this is kind right of like there. um like E-P-M. KMFGM, like oh, ministry. Yeah. Yep. Like modern but modern. Yeah. But yeah. this is Throbbing very, like, ministry gristle. to me. And the Mel Yell just works perfect. The Mel Yell works. Yeah. You want to talk about the Mel Yell? I love the Mel Yell. I love Big the Mel Yell. What is it? What? Explain it to the listener. What's the Mel It's just when he yells way up higher like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what, how I learned to sing, basically, doing the Mel Yell, American blowing out my voice. Nervous. That's yeah. fun. That works. Yeah. That was good. Uh, uh, is it does all no effects he- covers? Like is that the Melvinator? Yeah. I've only I don't, heard that one. Yeah, song I don't think I it's like, a. I don't on. think it's an album yet. I oh, only, yeah. oh, full album. Oh, yeah. I haven't listened to the whole album. Full album. Have well, I am pro that. I <laughs> yeah, like that, fun. and I like Melvin's my favorite. Is that a common sentiment? I love Melvin. Yeah. Yeah. Is he like? What? How does he come off in the book? Likeable. You know what? I. Yeah. I mean, he had. He's the cutest he one. But I always like the tall, maybe, lanky one in the band. He had maybe the most traumatic childhood. Um. Maybe. I don't know. They're all pretty traumatic. A sad vagabond. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 Fat Mike seems like the most dickhead of Definitely. The, the group. But he sure. also they doesn't all... seem to pretend he's not. No. I, no. You know, no, not <laughs> at all. Like... I, I, think that's why it's, I think that's why it's like, okay. Like all the that's other why it's okay because he's not pretending. He doesn't have be. an air of being like, no, I'm actually a good person. I'm no, he's like, I have dick. a giant ego. That's me. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a dickhead. <laughs> I have this And I'm kind of trying to work through it. <laughs> Hey, do we want to hear uh, him really, like, <laughs> going on one? Does this he have is, a podcast? He does, yeah. yeah. It's Fat Mike's Fat, Fat Mike. Mike. And yeah. our That's friend fun. Chris Grau is the producer. Really? Chris yeah. Grau's the producer? That's yeah. fun. Well, we should have really <laughs> <laughs> sucked up to him more. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he may or may not be a guest on this podcast <laughs> in the coming weeks. He's a fun uh, guy. I'm glad that you called up this song because I love this song. This, this is a... From the Bottles to the Ground uh, comp album that just came out, which is like bottle music for bottle people. (laughs) That's pretty funny. And uh, (laughs) yeah, he just cannot stop. He cannot be stopped. Uh, And this is called Fat Mike Gets Strung Out is the name of the project. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I I see where you're going with this. Yeah. I hadn't heard this, but I love this song. You got Anya on the track? He didn't get strung out on the track, that's for sure. But that's the joke. What's the um, 
metal. Apocalyptica. The Apocalyptica on the track. Yeah. Thank you. I like that you knew right away. Or yeah. what was the girl one? It was like gothy girls. I can't remember. Rasputina. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Rasputina. This was during a time when there's also the string quartet uh, tributes that were a big right. deal. Yeah. yeah. Apocalyptica. God, I feel like Game of Thrones, uh, a song of ice and fire came out, and everyone was like, actually, string music's pretty good. Cellos are pretty sick. The Apocalyptica really came and went, hey? Yeah. Yeah. They look cool. I like when they had banged and strong. Chelled? Chelled and headband. It's all Metallica. Yeah. I remember that being the thing. This is like a nice version of that song, but that song that, is fantastic. That whole album that is, is going to sound like that, and it's coming out soon. Cool. I think so it's what's that story? Sorry? What? Fat, Fat Mike Gets Strung Out is just uh, just string quartet covers of no, no, no effects songs. songs. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> he's I doing just don't it. know how like necessary it is, but that's fine. So the post no effects stuff. Point, just, but he's allowed to have fun. Yeah. If that's what if that's bringing him joy, and you can pay. You didn't him, even talk about. And he can pay musicians home. well to make this stuff. So he's also creating like yeah. an economy. Yeah. So I'm fine with it. I'm not gonna it. listen. This to is it. the oh, last one. Well, no, I was gonna say we just didn't even bring up other weird side projects that came up along the way, like Home Street Home, which was a musical, I believe, which he did all the music for. And kind of co-wrote, and it was like about street punks. Sure. I think his kid was in it, like acted in it oh, or something. But it was like a legit like live musical. They did a bunch of dates of it and stuff. Um, and there was an uh, there was another one that I was thinking of while we were talking, but I totally forgot about it. About it. So we many got side through, projects. We got so through, many side I projects. got through eighteen tracks, so I yeah. think we I think we did it. There's lots and lots. So, yeah, so tune in at the end of the month. We're gonna do our no effects actual bracket as of uh, the drop of this episode. Uh, which will be, what, what day is it today? <laughs> Sunday. So the 8th, the right? It's the 8th when this is coming out. So yeah. uh, the brackets will be open at challenge.com. Slash punk in bracket. Slash punk in bracket. And uh, there are 32 no effects Scottish songs, and we're going to be trying to determine the winner all September long. So. Thanks for listening to Check Your Past. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and TikTok at Check Your Past Pod. Send us an email at checkyourpasspod at gmail.com. Support the pod and get bonus content, including a full-length and unedited video of this episode. Sign up for the Checkerhead Patreon at patreon.com slash checkeredpast. We also have merch available at checkerpast.ca. This episode is engineered and edited by Joey El Hoey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Next week, we will have Esteban Flores with a special guest host Ooh. to do part three of Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra. What a party. And until next time, I'm Rob. Selvin. Sully. Smelly. Selvi. 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 Selvin. Smelly. Selly. Smelly. Selly. Heavens to Murgatroyd. It's me, El Hoey. In the mortal words of no effects, that's right. I have a floor. <laughs> <laughs>